0: The Legend of Greystone, the podcast that dives deep Welcome to Legends of Gray Skull, the fan podcast, where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He Man, She Ra, Turney, Eternia, Theory, and Order of new adventures, old adventures, comics, mini comics, even some commercials. I'm Matthew Deutch here again with Sean Scavarna. Sean, how are we doing tonight?
1: Doing okay. Doing okay. Uh, it's it. It was an interesting walk down memory lane. To be doing this episode this week.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, we'll get into that in a moment. We want to welcome you all, this is episode 90. Nine zero. Oh, seems like just yesterday we were recording episode one, then realizing Mm -hmm. that there were numerous issues with it and having to scrap it and (laughs) re-recording our new episode one and finally releasing it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now here we are. We come away ten, 10 away, ten away from the big boy of one hundred. Yep. Ten and away from the
1: big time. Which?
0: Oh, well, we're just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. So, if That's you true. haven't already, slam that like button, smash that <laughs> subscribe button. That's how you're supposed to do it, right? I
1: think, God, I don't know, my kids watch more YouTube than I do nowadays They could probably do it better than me that's what, <laughs> that's what gets all the clicks to the yard Yeah, that's true, that's, that's true. true And actually, uh since since we're talking about the big 100 uh, Give a little bit of props, I guess, here uh, Congratulations to Steve and Jeremy and uh, Matt, Matt Rod, Matt, Matthew Rodriguez Podcasters of the Universe just crossed that in the last two episodes i want to say if i remember right i think they're on 101 now but uh they they hit 100 yeah they got there we we are we have been burning it up for a little bit faster than they have <laughs> so we we're hitting 100 a little sooner than they might have because i know they had like 3 weeks off sometimes and all that stuff but yeah
0: one well, week we started <clears throat> as a weekly podcast yeah so and we held that for as long as we possibly could um, mm-hmm. until life just made it impossible. So that that plays yep. a huge difference. But yes, congrats to those guys. Um, and uh, yeah, check them out. Episode one hundred. They say they say a <laughs> podcast really hits its stride after the first hundred episodes. So <laughs> bear with us, guys. The yeah, good yeah. stuff is yet to come. Um alright. I got some stuff to open. You wanna you know what? Why don't we go live over on the YouTube and we'll open up some stuff and we'll come back. How's that sound?
1: Sounds good, let's surprise some people.
0: Yeah, let's see if we get anybody, alright? Hey on guys, we'll be right back. We're gonna head over to YouTube. We've already done this for you that are listening. Um <laughs> But hop on over there. <laughs> well that was fun that, that was actually wasn't quite a good turnout we had you know yeah. Scott and JP and J-Mac some guys we hadn't heard mm-hmm. from in a while you know yeah um, weird, weird dude on there known named uh, what was that just just shive it just Shelbit. Yeah, weird. Oh, that was just a, shave it. Just shave it. That's it. Yeah, weird guy. But I uh <laughs> he's got good taste in friends. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I
1: question it after this long. But yeah.
0: <laughs> but that was fu- I all mean, right. We 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 opened up some cool stuff. Where my pillow go? Yeah, you know. Um, that is. Are you going to use that tonight for your pillow? Yes, that is. That's there. That's you my go. Pillow here tonight. That's, hey that's man's going nice to keep you company. Thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of good interaction. Considering we just threw that on with no notice, it was just people who who happened to get the notification and clicked it. That that was that was fun. We're gonna have to do a bit more of that. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. I am not yeah. gonna edit that into the show. I think I think that was a nice special time on YouTube Live, and uh, we'll just we'll let that be. If you guys want to check it out, go over to to YouTube. It'll be there under under our videos. um I think it titled it, We're opening some stuff on episode ninety. Something pretty simple like that. So you'll see it. Um one thing I just noticed Sounds here weird. because I had this turn towards the camera most of the time, but just a special call out is Man at Arms is is like out el- or given the shoulder to Skeletor. <laughs> like right in the crotchal region yeah, yeah. They uh they even have the, the little hurts. the little uh blast effect, like Mm-hmm. Man, most dangerous man on Eternia yeah like my I, makes sense uh, you know we knew He-Man had the thunder punch fist but man arms has a thunder punch shoulder like
1: well imagine if 2000 X-Man at Arms would have hit him I mean my god that would have been getting hit like with a I don't know Mack truck with that <laughs> shoulder pad he had back in mm-hmm. those days
0: so ah oh, good mm. times I love it Alright, so mm-hmm. we got all the opening stuff out of the way. We uh we discussed Mondo and San Diego Comic Con exclusives and pretty much all the news stuff I think is pretty much on that yep. live there. So go check that out, guys. We're gonna get into our discussion for tonight for the main show right away here. Um and it's like Sean alluded to, it's a, a trip down memory lane for him. <laughs> which I'm old. He he is a little older than me. You might know that if you've listened to the show for longer than five minutes. I brought it up a time mm-hmm. or two. Um, but just looking back, something that the older fans like Sean bring up a lot is the early uh, toy commercials. Which, of course, I never saw. I can't remember seeing any. Of the vintage '80s masters of the universe toy commercials, uh, just because by the time I was watching, it was well into reruns or on VHS. Like you know, back hmm. in the day, unless you recorded off TV, once commercials were done running, they were gone. You know, yeah. So that the toys never, weren't on
1: the shelves anymore then. Yeah, right.
0: Like then yeah. there was there was no archiving, there was no YouTube, there was nothing like that. Mm so so Sean and I were talking about like what it was like so I asked him to sit down and kind of just think of some commercials that maybe he remembered from childhood or you know uh, or look through YouTube and find some that you know spoke to him now but before we get to the ones you Necessarily pick Sean. We're going to go through those one by one. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious, like, when you sat down before, and I don't even know what kind of research you did, if any, or if you just pulled the, what you gave me off the top of your head. But, like, what were the standouts to you in your memory before you actively started pursuing this thread?
1: So, to be honest, I. The only commercial that I could really go to and say, "Okay, this commercial I remember," is the one that I think most fans, probably my age, always go to, which is it's the Castle Grayskull playset, and then there's Dad and the two kids checking out the playset, kind of, and they're playing, and and the dad's kind of, you know, in the mix, and that to me was always like quintessential He-Man you know that was quintessential mattel masters of the universe everything else it has been the last time i remember watching any of those commercials was probably 1988 yeah so in my head i don't remember the commercials that well of my childhood i remember more the cartoons and the theme songs and stuff right so going back through it i'm like there were some where I'm like, I remember this and and I the the hardest part too was I don't remember if I already had the figure or if that was making you want the figure. Right. Because I was trying to get to the toy store very often and my mom always knew when there was a new wave, she tried to get me to the toy store and I'd at least get my pick of something. So I was more proactive on Masters than any other toy line growing up.
0: So now you, you've told the story on the podcast quite a few times. I think we all know it, you know. You're in the store, you see the man, you know, you have to convince your mom because he's got, yeah. he's got the axe and the sword and, the, you know, the violence level and all that. Yep. yep. Was that prior to commercials? Obviously it was prior to the cartoon because the car- you were right in the beginning, basically. Yeah. But so had you seen any commercials that you can recall? Or was this literally like, Walking down the toy aisle, you're looking for Gumby or a hula hoop or that that wheel with the stick that you guys played with back then, and all of a sudden you're like, "There! Oh, Pet what's rock. this? Pet Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Yo-yo? This yeah. Right?" Um, and then all of a sudden you're like,
1: "What's an action figure?" See, I I had um, when I, before I I found out about Masters. Like, Mego had the little pocket heroes that they had. So yep. they were like Star Wars-sized versions of uh, Spider-Man, Hulk, Superman, Batman, and everybody. And then also, um, I, I don't know if it was at the same time or not, but my mom was completely cool with buying me Star Wars because she loved Star Wars. So if she found the toys, they were coming home, basically. But I don't remember if I saw the, the commercial before the toy. I always when I look back on it, I feel like what sold me was the presentation right there on the peg. Right. And I was just like, I was taken away how big the figure looked. He looked, he looked like he could bench press a couple of houses and he had the, the, the shield and all that stuff. And, and like, as a kid, I was drawn to the adventure characters, the heroic characters like that. And if they had a sword, Nine out of ten times, I was completely sold just because they had a sword. How cool is that? You right. know, and um, so I think if I remember right, the commercials probably hit after I got that first He-Man, and then that probably just fueled the fire because the <laughs> other thing about watching this stuff uh, that surprised me—I'll bring it up later—but th- there is something quaint about those commercials for me that it's almost a multiverse of its own for me now, when I look back at these things.
0: Let's go ahead, let, let's watch one then. We'll go ahead we'll start with the quintessential one, as you said. The, the kids, the dad, the grey school. Let's go over to our viewing room for that. Alright. Alright. Be man, be bad. Who's the big guy with the muscles? Here's He-Man, the most powerful <laughs>
1: man in the universe. Skeletor is his enemy. He-Man, he He-Man, Skeletor, and Castle Grayskull. You have to put the castle together. You're doomed, He-Man. Oh, yeah? Watch this action, Dad. Now I have the power. He-Man and Skeletor each sold separately. Castle Grayskull also sold separately from the Masters of the Universe collection from Mattel.
0: So... Uh, Obviously, actually, when we were researching this episode, was the first time that I had... Um, okay, there we go. <laughs> the first time that I had seen that, this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I remember, at least. But uh, one of the things I love, and it's just 80s commercials in general... Where they always had to have the stipulations. Castle Chris Gold does not come assembled, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or they'd stay they'd say like uh, figures sold separately. Well that in uh um like like some like figures move with your imagination. I know they didn't do it there, but mm-hmm. like they would or like if it if it showed like a figure like shooting. Be be like figures do not actually shoot. Like they yeah, were like okay. so worried about like getting sued or something where they they're like no, mm-hmm. we have to like make sure that these kids realize that these figures are not moving on their own. Like that, yeah. and and so you always had like the kids or the dad or the kid and his sister or the kid, and his, you know what I mean? Like you always, mm-hmm. it wasn't just showing off the toys or the product. It was here's how you play with it. Like mm-hmm. here's He Man, the kids playing He Man and Gray Skull and mm-hmm. Skeletor trying to take control, and of course Dad Skeletor, right? Because parents yep. are our adversary, you know exactly. And, uh, and we showcase the power punch because it does actually do that. We don't have to have the disclaimer there, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just some, just so quaint about it and how they're like. I mean that that was what less than a minute, but there was just so much info packed into there. And, exactly, and, and everything. It, it
1: it watching that one again just the other night, it made me want to like come downstairs and start messing with my classics figures. You know, like there's something just. It, you have the music, and you have He-Man, He-Man, and it, it, I don't know, it gets, it, for me at least as a kid, it got me into, like, everybody else had a jingle, like it, like later on, you know, like, Thundercats right. had their theme song, Transformers, More Than Me, G.I. Joe, real American hero. This right. one was just a timpani drum, and maybe a couple of horns backing mm-hmm. it up, and He-Man, he-, you know, it made you feel kind of like a primal Thing about this line that you weren't getting from other sources. And it, it did give you that kind of, you know, it, it, it almost, I don't want to say Lord of the Flies, but it got, it had that kind of like primalness of, you know, a kid one, back in then especially, right. you know, they want to go out and run around in the dirt. They want to go and, you know, do some crazy stuff outside. And it's like, this is the toy line that you could just go nuts with in that way. And it, it, it almost gives you that license, you know, and, and I, I don't know, I just that one in particular always just rekindles. If I if I'm bored of He Man or if I'm I'm like, I need a break, if you play that for me, it'll rekindle it the same way every time I watch Prince Adam turn into He Man on right. filmation or whatever. It just there's something within my DNA that if I hear that song and I see the place that that kid with the He-Man, it's like, yeah, it's like I got to see a little bit of my childhood through that kid playing with it right there, I guess.
0: Fair enough. See, and that's and that's the part that I missed out on coming in later. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's interesting to watch these, and obviously I know the He-Man, He-Man mm-hmm. now, but I never remember the first time I, did check out some of the commercials. Was like that's uh, that's a little weird. Like, why didn't they just? Well, use, so, why didn't they just use the the filmation? You know, He Man. Well, so that so
1: you getting into the line. It, it, you started watching because you're you're eighty five.
0: was more than eighty five. Like I, 85. I always remember watching He Man, filming He Man. Yeah. And, and but you always time-
1: had He Man Ishira. You, you, oh. you've said that before. It's oh. always been that. So for you, that was always I, locked in.
0: As long as I can remember, I had, I mean, we had a ton, I had a bunch of episodes recorded on VHS, but yep. I had three actual magic window clamshell He Man tapes. And that was sure. the greatest adventures of all. Uh, mm-hmm. The one with like father, like daughter on it. I can't remember what the backup episode to that one was. And then The Secret of the Sword. Mm -hmm. Like those were my official He-Man tapes that I had. So it was, and Mm -hmm. I I don't remember getting any of those. It's just they were always there. Mm -hmm. Whereas all this stuff, this commercial stuff was done by the time I can remember watching anything. So. See
1: this this is the it, it, it's interesting because we've done the LP mm-hmm. record which came out before filmation for me. It was a, probably a year before I remember filmation or, or right. within 6 months I want to say. I because it feels like Anything prior to filmation felt like an eternity in the way I look (laughs) back at it, but it it was probably only like about a year and then boom, this filmation hit and it it blew the roof off the joint and I, I get that. But when you look at the commercials, in particular, there's a branding to that that it, it, it never, ever crossed over to right. Filmation. Filmation just did their thing and it worked for millions of children. Right. But then it's like, you know, people like Rob Bass, Nate Barch, and me were the guys who were looking at this and kind of looking at it like, oh, that was how they started the line. And the the barbarian thing and 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 this right. post-apocalyptic world and, and then it's like oh but there's filmation now and everybody wants that and they're not focusing on this and that's why i said it's like a multiverse because right their branding never gave up on that their branding never ever veered into filmation they kept it with that timpani drum for quite a long time i it was like probably when the 87 movie hit and and they started veering because then I, I know with Extendar and Snout Spout I think it was and a few others there is that I have the power and, and instead when they do that in the commercials but all the way up for like five years he man he man and the timpani drum and that that feeling of the primalness that that the line started out being
0: no I I agree like I said looking. Now I understand why they didn't, but, like, to me as, you know... Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say young, but, you know, teen, young adult, you know, early Internet, and people are posting up these commercials, in my mind, again, like, I'm just like, everything was always there. Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. stop to think about these kind of, like, no, there was... Because especially the way, you know get into the nineties and stuff where everything was very much hand in hand. Like, you know, no. the Batman toy line hit the shelf because the Batman movie's coming out, or the Spider Man yeah, toy yeah. line's on the shelf because the animated series is premiering on Fox. Like mm-hmm. you you lost stuff. Like even I mean, honestly even getting into like Transformers, Thundercats G. I Joe, like that era right after He Man, like those were much closer you know, mm-hmm. hand in hand with creating a show comic, you know, toy line. Yeah, um, yeah. He Man was kind of the, the 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 test run at it. You know, where they were creating some of this stuff before other stuff. So yeah, um, for my that's why kind of growing up, my mind never thought about it, there even being a time where it's like, film, you know, He-Man came out, Filmation was there, like, of course it was, that's <laughs> that's the cornerstone
1: it, uh, it's funny that this is the episode where I get to kind of share this and I was not expecting that, because I. it's like, for how long I've always been I want the savagery and the beast barbarian and all and, and and you've always been the Filmation Cup, I'm like right. but this is why I got, I've always been on that
0: kick, it started me so, here <laughs> so where are we going next?
1: Uh, out of the ones that I told you about, right, right, whatever. I, you? I, I can't remember which one. Uh, like, let me think, see here.
0: Yes, what one
1: we've got? Uh, Manny I... faces, Point Dread. Do Manny faces next? I guess let's uh. do that, and then Point Dread after that. <clears throat> Who are you? I'm
0: Manny Faces with the power to change from lambs to robots to monster. Oh, no! He-Man, He-Man! sold separately. Oh, friend. He-Man, he's your friend? Friend and ally. He just kind of is so kind. In special box packages, Manny Faces come with
1: five extra weapons. He-Man and Manny Faces each sold separately. Plus the Masters of the Universe collection. From Mattel.
0: I like how Manny Face's whole commercial is just like, no, trust me, he's a good guy. (laughs) Uh,
1: That one, I want to say that one, I might have probably seen the commercial before I got the figure because he was a big deal for me in the line at that time. And he's never, ever become, you know, one that I've never liked. I've always liked Manny Faces, but like that commercial is, is pure 80s. I love that the dad's on the stationary bike trying to get his pedaling in yeah. and then all of a sudden his kids come in and just wreck his momentum by throwing action figures in his face. I mean, that's how it is at my house all the time I'm trying to do work and my son will come in. Here's Sonic doing this and all his <laughs> stuff or whatever. Uh, here's the, here's Staple Marshmallow Man, but yeah, I, I just, That one felt like me as a kid again with, with the whole, you know, like you get this new figure and it's in this line that you are head over heels for. So it's exciting to show off the new figure and the fact that you could spin his head and he's three different versions. Like what kid wouldn't want to interrupt their parents just to show that off. And the parents are going to be like, okay, that's great. I got to go and do this now, you know, but. It's through the child's eyes Right. when we get a new toy, we're so happy and proud of this new toy that we got to show it off. And, and I like that, like you said, it takes the whole, the whole commercial, the whole 30 seconds that he's a good guy, but he's really weird. I like that at the end too. He's a little weird sometimes or whatever the kid says. It's like, that's great. You know, it's, it's, it's selling you on the fact that it doesn't always have to be a handsome, heroic looking Figure that you're using to be a good guy, you can be a monster, a robot, or the the human, and this is what we're adding to the line. It's it's adding some some uh, difference and some diversity to it, and so it's like, yeah, that uh, that was a real cool selling point for me at and, that age.
0: And if you hurry, you can get extra weapons with him while supplies last.
1: And I don't think yeah. I ever got that version. I think the only yes. one I ever had was the, uh, the just the blaster. Oh, right
0: yep. Do you yeah. think? Do you think they thought that Manny faces wouldn't sell well, and that's why they, they did that promotion? Like they, they never did that with anybody else. I
1: don't know, because I, I only found out about that in like years later after like HeMan.org hit. Yeah. I had no idea that this was. I knew about Wonder Bread He-Man as a kid more than I remember that whole <laughs> thing with the weapons, but it's different. I mean, it's like it wouldn't have made me meet It's like now as a collector, there's a whole different mentality, but as right. a kid... It would have been, I just want the figure. It doesn't matter to me if he's got these sure. five extra weapons that come with him. I just want the figure because that in the, in and of itself with the twisting head thing would have But been if out. you
0: were at the store and noticed that one pack has a gun and the other has six weapons,
1: it, you're going to grab the, the one with
0: the, with the extra weapons.
1: Probably, but I'll tell you what, my mom would have probably been the one to do it because she would have looked at it from the value of, oh, I'm paying... this amount of money, she's like, well get the one with all the weapons with it then, and then that would have been like me looking at her going you didn't want me to even buy He-Man when we started (laughs) this, and
0: now you're letting me get all the weapons, this is crazy no, I agree but it's (laughs) it's interesting that they called it out in the commercial like I always just, obviously I knew about the Manny weapons variant but I always just thought it was just kind of like a throw-in thing, but the fact that they call it out in the commercial shows like no, this was a little bit more of a concentrated effort for whatever reason, um, and it just—it's interesting because at that time he shared very few parts with anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So like he was already a higher cost figure, and then you throw, grand—they're just recast of the Grayskull weapons, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Just interesting that they—they they felt the need to call that out, like, hey, you know. If you're not sold on this weird guy, like, he's got some extra swords. So
1: The the, the thing about at least that era for me uh, as a kid and collecting toys in general, it always felt like I would watch the afternoon cartoons. These commercials would hit for any toy line. And within a couple of days, my mom would always take me to Lionel Kitty City (laughs) down the street or to Toys R Us. And it would almost be, I'm watching a checklist of all the things I'm hoping to find at the store. And there was more of a hand in hand feeling back then versus the way that life works today. I mean, granted we can go online and hit Amazon or, you know, big bad toy store or whatever. But back then it was like you'd walk in. And it would be like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory yes. when you walk in there and there's all these new things to to just take in and absorb before you can even get your bearings and know what you want to pick out that day. And so in that way, it's like, you know, them doing it that way makes sense because that at least let the kids know, hey, by the way, there's this version out there too. If you want to find that, tell your mom, you know? And right. and, and so like, it, it, again, this is like the beginning too of how the commercials started doing a little something extra with these figures to make me get excited for what else would be around the, the next turn that right. they would do for the next wave or whatever
0: alright let's take a look at the Point Dread commercial
1: yeah Introducing Point Dread and the Talent Fighter.
0: Comes with adventure book and
1: story record with sound effects. Action figures sold separately.
0: Let's hear He-Man, Skeletor, and Point
1: Dread stories. I, Skeletor, will finally defeat He-Man. I'll use the Talent
0: Fighter to stop Skeletor. In a flash, He-Man's hurled through space and time. Surrender to the power of Point Dread's Talon Fighter. You win, He-Man, but I'll be
1: back. <laughs> Point Dread and the Talent Fighter with record and storybook. You have to put it together. Action figures sold separately from Mattel.
0: Boom. You have to put it together.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, there you go, Matt. It's right there. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Just you so did, you know, I know,
0: I remember. You have to put it together. It comes with yep, to the record book. Yep. They mentioned that twice too. It comes with a record <laughs> book. Yeah. In case you don't think and, you're getting and enough value for your money, look at all the stuff we packed in there. That that
1: playset was I it was uh, it was the first place set that I can remember other than Greyskull, where I was literally like yeah. I was buzzing with excitement for it, and the reason why, and this this you'll appreciate being the story guy was, holy crap, they're putting in a record and a book in this thing, oh, yeah, so now That'll I don't just me. have a toy. I now have more than this, and I can actually see because the beauty of it was hey, here's the deal about Point Dread, and here's the deal about the Talon Fighter. So it's just like the mini comics, but on a, it was like, this is the movie now. You know, it's on a bigger scale. There's a record to listen to, you have a bigger storybook, and it was uh, Alfredo Alcala. So on top of that, that was just like, you know, yes, please, constantly for me in that era of Masters, and still, honestly. So. Was it Alcala or
0: was it Texera?
1: No, that was Alcala. That it? was like okay. right in. It, I, I think that might be. I, I don't know anything about this, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's why they got Texera to do the mini comics after that point, because he was on there doing the entire storybook gotcha. for for that part.
0: No, no I mean uh, uh, the the toy itself. You get uh, uh, you get a vehicle, a playset. And a book and a record, like talk about value for your money. <laughs>
1: but- and the the other cool thing was, you put it on top of Castle Grayskull, and you're yep. like, it, it felt like a deep track. It felt like, you know, like when you when you get certain things, you're thinking this is all that it is. Then all of a sudden, this is the place that where it's like. But you could take it, it, it you know, like take it in half and put the top half to let that be now on top of school, and you can land the talent fighter right there when i was a kid boom that was just magical to go like they did it to you know (laughs) to
0: make it work within this that's so cool no exactly you don't see a lot of ingenuity anymore and it's no and you know we're talking about how quick these commercials are you know that was like thirty seconds, and you got you got the whole story. You got the kids. You got the yeah. the, the, the talent fire. You got the He Man, Skeletor. You like you know how to play with it. You know everything it comes with. Here we go, like
1: exactly boom,
0: you are mm-hmm. off. So yeah, these 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 things did their job. They got in they and they got out. So
1: exactly, yeah, because that was like my must have gift for that birthday. I think it was when I would turn
0: five. Yeah
1: and the the thing that killed me was when i got home that night cuz i had a party with my friends I, when i got home that night that was one of the things i wanted and the main thing i got out was the storybook and i was on the i was on the living room floor yeah. and i just kept going for hours looking at the storybook because of the art and it was just it, it was more imagination feel with the line cuz i got to have new stories to think of how i wanted to play with the figures the next day well, it,
0: and nothing Came with a book. Like that, but I have the book. It's a legit book. Mm-hmm. It's not a mini comic. It's not a bigger mini comic. It is full on golden book. Like, yep. it, it is that that quality paper, that size. You know, that's just unheard of to just throw in as a pack in.
1: <laughs>
0: like, mm-hmm. oh, 80s, you were a magical time. Mm hmm. Alright, let's take a look at my boy I believe we're Dear up to Yeah, Cyclone Alright, Cyclone Let's see what you got From Medieval fly Cyclone, use your ruling powers to investigate Round and around I go oh, wow. To
1: side, Cyclone With fist and fly you can't stop my whole evil Cyclone spins. We will never Cyclone, you from the Masters of the Universe collection. Each voice sold separately from Mattel. Oh, so good, so good. Ah, uh, see, so you I, played the different one. Okay. I
0: just, I just realized it. it was missing that part. I didn't check that one before I played it, so...
1: It's okay. I'll I'll talk about it after we're done talking about the Cyclone part.
0: So, but yeah, you got... That one I like because, you know, well, it made my thumb hurt from remembering (laughs) flipping that that switch constantly but yeah Yeah, yeah. you you had the fog so we needed him to spin and dissipate the fog and then there's all the evil warriors there. Too bad. Mm -hmm. Stinkor Whiplash like everybody this is the first one really I mean I think that the first commercial we watched had Beastman in as well but this is the first one in our watch where it's like look at all of these guys that are on the shelves you know Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who takes them all down? Not He Man. <laughs> nope, Cyclone. So you better go mm-hmm. get your Cyclone, kids.
1: Yeah. Well, th- th- this is this is one that I wanted to bring up about the multiverse aspect of the way Mattel looked at the line and the way that the Filmation was uh, was promoting the line by the sh- with the show and everything. And the, the thing that I absolutely fell in love with watching the commercials the other night was every time that there's a new figure, they made a point of trying to go out of their way to make that figure look like it is the most valuable ally for either Skeletor or He-Man. And it wasn't goofing around. It wasn't any kind of slapstick or whatever it was. Here is this powerful figure that now you can have paired with He-Man to go into battle. And, he, it, you know, if you spin him and your thumb doesn't get numb, you can have him take on an entire army just by walking through them and, and just, you know, with his hands and all that. And, it, like, there, there's also the Fisto Clawful uh, ad, which I was tempted to bring up, but then we we stuck it to the five uh, commercials. And it's like, you know, that one even, it's like He-Man shows up and it's almost like hey, here's a problem, but wait, and then they bring, it's like he steps aside, and then all right. of a sudden here comes the latest figure and they absolutely nail, it. no matter how ridiculous or crazy the figure might have been, they sell you on but this is a great figure it's not meant for jokes, it's not meant for this or that It's this is a powerful character right. to add to your collection
0: right. and they keep using that that language to uh, cyclone is available from the masters in the universe collection like i've yep, yep. never heard of it referred to until we started watching these commercials like this i'm like that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know uh you know pokemon would do it the best years later with the gotta catch them all but that really feels like what they're trying to do like oh no this is a collection kids like if you mm-hmm. don't have cyclone then your collection's not complete and so you better mm-hmm. get cyclone so, and that's why a lot of us have all these issues where we have to collect every single variant of every single figure years later. Because sure. we never completed our Masters of the <laughs> Universe
1: collection. I, I mean, heck, uh, Star Wars, on the back of their cards, collect all 52, whatever yeah. the number was. Yeah. And it, it's like you see all of them on the back of the card, and you're like, oh my god, my mom's going to kill me. And I, mean, I it, got it, you! It's like with, well, well, exactly. The card back told me to. It says to. It's in writing. Right. It's it's official. You know, it's right there. And 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 in the case of this, like uh, the one thing uh, that uh, Masters did that was smart was they didn't do that on the card back. They made the most essential characters of the newest wave there, because then it was the oh, I never saw him. I need this or I need that versus if it showed every single figure of the line, card back would have just ended up being this big. Right. <laughs> because but it would have been like a like a Christmas list of when, all these figures.
0: When <laughs> you were when you were in store, you could pick up that nice little poster they got on the on the shelf there. Hanging yep. up in your room, and it's got every figure released with nice little check boxes next to it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Oh, and and for posters. some reason, Prince Adam is there too, even though He Man's there. There, there, and he's there and he's there and he's there.
0: Well, there's that one, but yeah. But <laughs> then there's the one on the opposite side where it's literally got each figure by itself with the little white check box. Oh, that's know. right,
1: that's right, that's right. So, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Last. Oh. R- oh no.
1: One one, quick
0: one thing. thing. Though. The, one more. The thing. cyclone one. Yes, cyclone I'm sorry then, because I. Uh, that's me because I just after I found the commercial, I started looking for the highest quality I could find, and I never actually played the highest quality one that I found. But it's yes, okay. It's okay. Go okay. ahead.
1: So so part the other half of the reason I wanted this uh, commercial was the version I saw the other night actually had a teaser mm-hmm. trailer for rock on and stone Dark. yep and and this was the era like this this wave was the era of masters where it was the most electric for me to be interested in the line and it felt like every other week there was some new figure that i needed to go to the store to get and i loved how on the commercials they gave a teaser yeah. for yet here's something else we're coming out with. And the way they did it, I mean, they had, you know, about the, the comet warriors are coming and all that stuff that you just have here they are. And yep. as a kid, that would have just had me with my jaw on the floor looking at my TV on, you know, like four o'clock in, in Baltimore, just like, there's more, more of men. them. I need these, you know, because <laughs> at that point it's a sickness so, and the yeah. way they did it with just
0: the, the coming soon for your Masters of the Universe collection. Yes. Like, yeah, well, it could be out now, or next week, or next month. Exactly. Or tomorrow, or, you exactly. know. Exactly. Mom! <laughs> we got to go look again. It said they're coming uh-huh. soon. Honey, we've looked every yep. day this week. No, they're coming soon! Yep, yep. Uh, no, it's a really good teaser. I did, I did see it. I just, I did not pull it on this one. Um... But yeah it's effective and it kind of even gives because like it's a full cyclone commercial and then it dims out but then also it's like oh but coming soon you got that comment racing across the screen and yeah. it's almost even like 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 a little secret like hey hey kid yeah you like yeah. cyclone like come here i got something else to show don't,
1: don't tell yep.
0: anybody mm-hmm. I got something else coming like it's it's that mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like it's like come on you're kid, in on the secret right yeah. it's, this yeah. is just between us don't tell your friends yeah. bye just kidding go tell your friends make yeah. them know this yeah. are it too so I mean just brilliant brilliant marketing I mean just these these tiny little commercials that are just like I want to go check Walmart right now knowing that none of these figures are going to be there like, <laughs> like it said I have to they're coming soon yeah. They might be there (laughs) On YouTube
1: (laughs) Actually with Origins You never know They might be out there
0: (laughs) And last but certainly not least um, Yeah I'm just going to play this This needs no introduction
1: The ultimate threat to the universe Is here
0: I am Hordak And this is my evil horde
1: evil
0: even scares me
1: friend my friend the evil horde has no friend the evil horde new from the masters of the universe
0: connection all figures each soul let me out of here my tell <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen this commercial until you sent me your list and I looked it up mm-hmm. I am so glad you picked this one um This is just so much fun. Yes. Um, And it kind of shows the progression, because obviously the horde was later in the line. And, you know, so now we're getting... Well, we kind of covered the progression there with the way you pitched. So we had that early Castle Grace go on where it's just the kids and dad playing on their table or whatever. Yeah. And Cyclone was starting to get some atmosphere And mm-hmm. you know some other things And then this one is very much Almost even Like they're trying to grow up with the kids like Because the kids are there But they're wearing the black gloves now And a little more like in the background You know mm-hmm. like Mattel's like Hey guys don't, don't worry This is getting more serious now It's lots of landscape And effects and everything And of course mm-hmm. like the The Moss-covered stones blocking yep. the Skeletor's exit. Like it's just it's just a neat progression of the commercials. Like how Mattel obviously wants to sell toys, but is also trying to stay relevant with the kids who you know you were five when you got Point Dread. Now you're seven or eight when we're bringing out Hordak.
1: Yep. Yeah. I the the thing about like the thing about. That era, again, it, it was the idea of the dynamics of the line and what they were trying to do was really working for me Right at that point. The fact that you have an evil group that has nothing to do with Skeletor, and Skeletor is actually like, He-Man, we have a problem. And that just for me was like a whole new level of... Wow. Like the, it, it's like I've never seen a toy line where it had that yeah. the enemy of my enemy is my friend the way that they did it with the horde. Right. And, and it, it was actually, it, it was a very, very exciting time for me too, because how often, I mean, it happens a lot now in, in certain toy lines. Like, I mean, G.I. Joe had the dreadnoughts and stuff yeah. and they later had the, the cobra lob yes that i hate <laughs> anyway um and they answer Pentor and all that stuff but but this was the first time i ever saw something like this and it's like game changer like for the line itself it was like this is a game changer they even did that poster where here's snake mountain here's here's castle grayskull here's the fright yeah. moon in the middle between and it just made that dynamic so much more infectious
0: and and the way they did it in the commercial with like alright, here's Hordak, his leader, and here's Leech, I stick to things. Yeah. Like, every character got their little thing, and no heroic warrior, no, just the evil Horde and Skeletor and, like, you know, it tells, again, they're telling you everything you need to know. Like, hey, even Skeletor by himself is scared of this group.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> running away. Yeah, can even the let kid, me out of here. They can't even like takes him a little ways, and he, like turns and looks back. And he's like, nope, nope, I'm out of here. And, and then the <laughs> stones close. It's just like Mattel. I yeah. think that that has definitely been my favorite of the of the journey you've taken me down here. It just I, it, I, it's got it's got the humor. It tells you everything you need to know. They get their spotlight. It just it's so well done. Yeah, um, and, and, and they primed us for that. Them.
1: Huh? Exactly. Exactly. And they primed us for that because right. they did like they did with uh Rock On and Stone where at the end of one commercial, and I don't remember which one it was off the top of my head, they did have a teaser where they oh, showed yeah. here's smoke and here's this backlighting coming out, the horde is coming, and it's like when you hear that as a kid and you don't know what this is about and you're thinking this just doesn't sound good what's this about you know and it's like talk about piquing your interest and then when you see here's Hordak here's here's Grizzlore, here's Leech here's Mantana and all that and you're just like this is nuts like again I, I absolutely love that era for that reason like I love the original version with the mini comics and the Alcala but this was the next one and this to me was like the the Horde if I remember right at least for me I didn't know about, uh, the Horde was like, uh, before Secret of the Sword. Right. So, so I had the He-Man magazine with the Horde on the cover showing me what the Horde was about. Right. And then the mini comics and the commercial. Right. So I'm going into it with this version of it. And then when I saw how Filmation handled it again, Perfectly. can you see a little why this wouldn't have been like, no. I, I mean, Filmation Game has games. some magical moments, but it's <laughs> very like, when you watch it when you watch Filmation versus how the how even the commercials were set up with with the way it was there was this like oh like th- th- this is not this is definitely for a younger audience sometimes on filmation but the 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 commercials were pushing it to make you feel like you're about to grow hair on your chest playing right. with these toys you know so there's like a conflicting thing for me every time i i think of what I had before Filmation and then once Filmation hit and everybody got on board but yeah I mean the, the it, it blew my mind like these commercials really did capture that essence of what I loved about this lion as a kid and yes it taught you like you said it teaches right. you here's who plays here's who fights who and all that stuff but then at the end of the day too there's this like primalness to that still like I said the timpani drums and everything else so uh, absolutely they're I, I did I did not remember these commercials. Now that I remembered them, I honestly every week I'm going to be rewatching them now and going like, "Oh man, I need to watch Point Dread." I'm in that mode
0: right now. And there's a ton where's of, the horde? There's a ton of them out there. I reached out to yeah. our Facebook group and I posted mm-hmm. the even before I got your list. Actually, I posted the the first one we watched, the Grayskull with the dad. Um, and yep. I just asked people, "Hey, you guys have any memories of commercials? What's your favorite?" You know, is this how you got exposed to Motu for the first time? You know, general yeah. thoughts. So we did have some, some people commented. And uh, uh, Dan Rice predictably said, you know, the Stinkor commercial was the absolute best one ever made. Um, <laughs> Aaron Johnson jumped in and said that his very first introduction to an- the animation of Masters was um, that quote-unquote lost Commercial where it's actually mm-hmm. the filmation animation, uh, but yep. much more detailed and much more in the vein of the early mini comics, dark skies, post apocalyptic world. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, do you remember seeing that one as a kid or no? Yeah, that, that, that thing must that have was ran one. so limited because very few people remember it and it would took forever to recover the footage of it.
1: That one was one that I found probably by being in the Facebook groups mm-hmm. over the last like five six years, and it, it really was. I, I watched that, and I'm like, Filmation did that? That was the one I wanted. <laughs> like, this is this is the the the, the true blue He Man that I always wanted to see, and he had the battle axe in that. He didn't even have the power sword." Right, if I remember right. Right, because it was so still like, the it was
0: still the key to Castle Grace it, yes, story. Yes, exactly, you know?
1: exactly.
0: But what's so, interesting is, is like, yeah, it's John Irwin as He Man, it's Alan yes. Oppenheimer as Man in Arms, it's Linda Gary as Tila. Like, they're right yep. there with the voices, but the exactly. animation is light years apart. It's just, it's a really weird kind of thing, and they did not know they were g- doing a cartoon series when they made that commercial. They mm-hmm. were contracted for the commercial, they made the commercial, and then later Mattel's like, hey, you want to do a series? So, mm-hmm. which I think is actually helped that animation, because I think if they knew they were going to do a series, they would not have gone that detail because they thought they were just doing a one-off, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, for animation, the simpler the better, especially when you're yeah, trying to keep it yeah. in-house. but. Sure. Um, yeah, check that out guys if you haven't Uh Aaron Johnson also said This one blew my mind though Didn't know the Horde was coming And then saw this Which is the Evil Horde commercial that we played A minute ago yep. So he was right there with you He didn't know anything about him And then that commercial hits and blew
1: his mm-hmm. mind Game changer
0: yep. Yeah uh Manny Gonzalez says he liked the commercials But he had the toys before he saw the tune Thanks to his grandpa bringing him most of the toy line in 83 uh, Ryan LeMay nice. says My cousin and I would say the what After saying Slime Pit because of this commercial And that's of course <laughs> the Evil Ford Slime Pit commercial Um, That
1: was actually one of the ones I was going to pick, but it was, when you said top five, I gave you a list, you're like, narrow it down to five. I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) So that one didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Sorry, Ryan, but yeah, I, I still enjoy that one as well.
0: Uh, he also goes on to say he doesn't really remember his introduction to the line, but he was a fan as far back as he can remember. He had a few figures, but then one day in 84, 85, his aunt, Sent him a box of his cousin's old toys. It had Grayskull, a bunch of figures, and Battlecat. He's never looked wow. back. It was a good day.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been an amazing day. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's well, that, awesome. I have a very similar story where a friend of mine yeah. gave me a Snake Mountain, Bright Zone, and a ton of figures, so. Nice. Uh, Jesse Arnold <laughs> says, one day He-Man was just part of my life. I don't remember how it started. I agree. (laughs) Uh, Scott Baker says, I don't remember exactly how I got into it, but I would stay with my grandpa every weekend as a child, and every Saturday he would take me to Kmart and let me pick out a figure. Most of the time that was some sort of He-Man toy. What I do remember vividly is getting my school, which also involved my grandpa. It was almost my birthday, and I was walking around the mall with my mom, and as we're walking, I see a man walking towards us carrying gray skull. Took me a second, but I finally realized that man was my grandpa. And that's when little me lost it in the middle of Baybrook mall. Probably <laughs> one of my best memories from childhood. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I would love yeah. it if your grandpa or any grandpa walked up to me in a mall and gave me a gray skull. So
1: yeah, geez.
0: Uh, Jason Toys jumps in. I don't remember how exactly I got into Masters, but it might have been that commercial. I definitely had the toys before the show started. I can actually remember thinking how different the show was to the mini comics. Even back then, I was an annoying fan.
1: <laughs> well there's that's not mine
0: i did not embellish on that one no, at all I, i'm
1: not i'm not saying he's an annoying fit no but but like that was the main thing about this it, for all these years it's like they started with one branding and then filmation took it in a different direction yes it became a phenomenon for that reason and i'm not i'm not saying that their contribution is not valid it's just there is that feeling of you know, uh, for those of us that were there when the show wasn't running, we had the storybooks and those records yeah. and you know, I mean, it, it, and it just, the, the whole branding was a whole different thing. And it's like, for me, looking back on it, it's like the, the first line to actually make that work all across the board was probably G.I. Joe. Right. Because like, they had the jingle from the get go. They didn't have like, they had the theme song when they were going to release the toy line that was on the commercial. And that became the theme song on the cartoon. And it's like, he, man, it was kind of this potluck dinner of getting the kids to the table. But once they were at the table, they were all about it, you know? And it's, it's just, it's almost like there is this divergent thing of what could have been what we have, you know? And, so that I'm always gonna be that guy about it. I'm gonna be that well, what about that side? So it's nice to know there's other people that appreciate it too. So
0: Fair Well I I gotta mm. say I really enjoyed this trip down your memory lane. Um <laughs> I I know I wouldn't have been a sucker for these commercials if I had seen them growing up. Um it just, it, it's another thing that just kind of lost, right? The These commercials that nowadays it's all, you know, either animation or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's just funny looking back, they were so worried about really showing the toys as being played with. Now it's like the exact opposite. Like, no, we can't, we got to show that this toy can do everything on its own. Like, we don't want people to think you have to, you know, touch it. Um, just a really different time, but yeah, that was fun. Um, I do find it interesting that you only pulled commercials with the uh, Tiffany drum, and you didn't pull any of the masters rap commercials.
1: I hated that
0: one. <laughs> yeah. I I
1: remember that, and I'm like, there is no way a kid in a leather jacket gives a crap about He-Man anymore. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it's like when I saw that commercial, even as a kid, I'm like, you don't take your toys into middle school and play like that. It, no, it's like you know, you do this in your room, or you do it in your yard, or Some at the playground. You, you Other don't, guys don't. Some guys don't. Yeah, I hated that, and, and and every time that Val would reference it on on. uh on roast Google, i just have to shake my head because, yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could have also gotten one with the I Have the Power line in the song, though, because I, I was I, watching those. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot they did that near the end. Uh.
0: Yeah, I got I to check that out because I haven't I, – that doesn't spring to mind. I've heard a couple of the Masters rap commercials, and I've never cared for it either, honestly. I – if I got to choose, I'm going that temp- he, man, he, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Stink or yeah.
0: stink or, you know, whatever. I mean, it works for they, everybody. They even,
1: uh, even with the 87 movie, they had the one that it was Blade, Sarad, and wildor mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, you, you want to talk about bottom-of-the-barrel advertising, trying your best to make you know like polish a turd basically because mm-hmm. out of all of the figures in the line the like B- blade sora fine but gildor being the only representation <laughs> for the heroes just was not that's helping. how that's how good and he they, is i guess i don't know but but watching that one I, it's like there's a part of me that smiled watching that one going like oh yeah I remember that and then like it only you only see he-man at the very end where it's that shot of him in front of grayskull from the movie oh I the power, you know and it's like yeah thank you dolph lundgren for once again making me go john irwin did it better but uh Yeah. They were they were trying to do the best they could with a movie that was definitely out of their hands. I get it. So yeah. (laughs) But
0: all right. I think that's the episode. Sean, take us into the weekend.
1: Oh, so if you like this, hit that like button, subscribe. Hit, ring the bell ring the bell hit the bell whatever you want to do get the notifications hey guess what we're going live every now and then so you might want to actually do the notifications yes. and then you can be on it just like uh just like pride of greyskull j mac and that just Yarnwood guy that we know um join our facebook group legends of greyskull podcast on facebook we post uh we post news as often as we can find it, and we do the questions and comments, concerns for each episode, so you can join in and get your yeah. question or comment answered. Most episodes, most episodes, uh, but yeah, the chances are there. And I'm getting very distracted by Matt showing off his uh, his purchase again from Legion Shop.
0: <laughs> and until next time, until next time, guys. If you wanna see these more up close and personal, go check out that live.
1: Oh, come on. Oh, Oh bear. Oh bear!
0: Oh.